Hello there, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman, and you're listening to Exploring Different Brains. Hi, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. Today we have the wonderful professor from Adelphi University who has visited us before and travels the whole world spreading the good word about neurodiversity, the autism and Asperger advocate and professor at Adelphi, Stephen Shore himself on the spectrum. Welcome, Stephen. It's a pleasure to be back with you. Stephen, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I feel I would be remiss if I didn't let our audience know that they wanted to lock you up when you were about four years old. Am I correct? Tell a little about that. Yeah, well, pretty close. It was actually two and a half. And uh, for me, I was, after 18 months of typical development, I was struck with what I call the regressive autism bomb. And that's what happens to about 30% of us on the spectrum. After typical development, we lose functional communication, have meltdowns, withdraw from the environment. And in brief, I became a pretty severely affected autistic child. Because there was so little information known about autism at that time, uh, the doctor, uh, it took my parents a whole year to find a place for diagnosis. And when they did, I, all I can say is that it was so fortunate for me that my parents rejected the professional's recommendations for institutionalization. Because in those days, a diagnosis of autism was tantamount to a lifetime in an institution. And maybe if things went really well, there could be some sort of a small employment later on in life. Uh, But most of the time, even that didn't happen uh, because of the dire circumstances of being in an institution. But back to my parents, like we see so many parents today, they advocated on my behalf and they convinced the school to take me in about a year. And it was during that year that my parents implemented what we would today refer to as an intensive home-based early intervention program. And this was a program that emphasized music, movement, sensory integration, narration, and imitation. So it probably looked like one of the more developmental approaches we have today, such as the Miller Method, or Floor Time, or RDI. And I see pieces of uh, daily life therapy as well that's practiced at the Boston Higashi School and the Musashino Higashi Gakuen. And what is fascinating to realize is that my parents did this at a time when the concept of early intervention did not even exist. And with the work that they did, speech began to return at age four. And I was, admit, I, I was admitted to that special school. I got reevaluated. Instead of being considered as autistic and having childhood psychosis, and being ready for an institution, I got upgraded to neurotic. So things were looking better. Now, Stephen, what other areas would you like to let our Different Brains viewers know about uh, our audience that we have not covered on this? What would you like to emphasize? Well, uh, let's see. We've covered uh, employment. I think that's vitally important. Uh, There is a job for everybody on the autism spectrum uh, digging further into employment, it's, all, it's important to realize that not all of us autistics are computer geeks. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's not even a majority of us. Uh, however, there is a big enough group 
that where it pays uh, for IT companies such as SAP, such as Microsoft, and others who are doing wonderful work in developing employment opportunities for autistic individuals. However, my question is, what about everybody else? Well, let me interrupt you there to tell you my experience giving a workshop at FAU, Florida Atlantic University. I find this happens different times. You might find it too in some of the audiences. They almost, they almost got into fights because uh, some of the parents got very upset. I was presenting the Rising Tide Car Wash here in Parkland, Florida, Thomas DeIrie's uh, program, which is a successful entrepreneurial model where an investor can make money you put together the land and the car wash. You hire all autistic individuals who love doing the same repetitive thing of cleaning a car that's involved. I take my truck there. They do a wonderful job. They're happy. They're independent. They're productive. And what a great thing. Well, wouldn't you know it? A woman raised her hand and said, I think this is beneath our kids. My son is going to have an interview with Microsoft to work there. And listen, all of us are not going to be computer people. People have to have pathways to do what they love doing where they can maximize their potential, earn a good living, and be happy. And what you're saying is, I think, or having gone out at a ledge, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. And I think what we need to consider is that if an autistic person is fulfilled and productive with their life, then that's a success. And for some of us, it might be serving as a university professor. For others, it might be at Microsoft. For others, it might be working at a car wash. Uh, for others, it might be fixing lawnmower engines. And whatever it is, if we get that match between interest and skill and ability, wherever it is, then we have the recipe for a fulfilling and productive life. And I think that's universal. It works for everybody, whether they're on the autism spectrum or not. What has been your biggest roadblock? Um, oh, it depends on the context. Uh, I would say... Uh, uh, dealing and processing subtle social situations. And commonly you'll find examples of that in office politics and employment. Uh, so that can be a challenge. I've had a number of challenges in that area. Uh, fortunately, I recognize that it is a challenge and I seek mentors to help me out when uh, addressing uh, either actual or potential situations where uh, things might be challenging socially, and especially in a subtle situation. And in education, uh, that seems to be uh, particularly, uh, particularly important, as uh, we often find people with uh, what I call very, very long toes. Because in education and other areas, people tend to carve out uh, certain areas of, you might say, educational real estate and things that they do. And some, if in the wrong way, you get too close to these areas, 
uh, or perhaps engage in these areas. Sometimes it can be perceived as competition. And the idiom for that is stepping on another person's toes. And in some, in some professions, in some areas, uh, these toes can be very, very long and very easy to step on. So one has to be very careful in these areas. I have a great visual of that. I've never heard that before, and I'm going to use that. That's a good one. Stephen Shore. Oh, use it and wear it out. You always teach me something, always. Stephen Shore, professor at Adelphi University, doing such great things on every continent so far except Antarctica. Where can people learn more about you? Uh, well, people can learn more about me on my website, uh, which is www.autismasperger.net. I also have a channel on YouTube. And if you forget all of these things, if you type Stephen Shore and then the word autism or Asperger syndrome after that into Google, a whole bunch of videos, including the one that we're doing and the one that we did some time ago, they will pop up and you can find out more about me. I'm happy to answer any emails that people may have, uh, whatever questions they may have. I have an email in my box uh, from someone in this area that was, they were referred to me by, uh, I believe it was uh, Larry Kaplan of uh, the USAAA, the conference that both of us have been to and have had great times with. Uh, so she needs some help with her adult son on the autism spectrum. So I've got to get to that shortly and uh, see what I can do to help her out. So these are ways that people can reach me. Stephen Shore, professor at Adelphi University. I am going to be speaking down at St. Kevin's Catholic School in Miami. They requested I come down there to talk to the staff about neurodiversity and the things we're talking about. And I'm going to show them this clip of what you're going to tell these teachers that I'm going to speak to. I'm going to show them this clip. Tell the teachers at St. Kevin's Catholic School something that they can take away from this and really apply to their students. Well, I think the most important thing is to consider your students with autism and by extension other conditions or disabilities, however you want to call it, as individuals. Get, them to, get to know them as individuals. Find out what their likes and dislikes are. What are their strengths? What are their challenges? And find ways, whenever possible, to use those strengths in order to accommodate for those challenges. Stephen, what do you hope that 2017 has in store for you and Adelphi and all that you're doing? Well, I hope uh, 2017 will bring uh, greater awareness of the work we're doing here at Adelphi University uh, surrounding autism. Uh, we have some programs for people who want to learn more about supporting individuals with autism, whether they're educators in school systems and looking for additional certification or recognition from the state of New York regarding autism, whether it's people in allied fields, such as being a school nurse or a social worker or a school counselor or an administrator, such as a principal who wants to learn more about autism. We've got 
program, a program uh, for those individuals as well. And then finally, we're about to launch our program into cyberspace. And that is students will be able to take these courses online, completely online. And in that way, students from other countries, for example, uh, be it Malaysia or Russia or Brazil, or one of the many places that I present, and I often find that people are interested in taking our courses at Adelphi University. However, there's the challenge of distance, there's the challenge of time, there's the challenge of uh, funding whatever needs to be funded in order to get a student visa. And these challenges can be overcome by now taking these courses online and those people interested in learning more about autism can do so from the comfort of their own home, from their school, and apply that knowledge directly to what they're doing without having to deal with all of the complications of moving to another country or another continent to learn this material. How do people find those courses? Uh, well, uh, one is the one way is to contact me uh, through my website. Uh, another way is to go to the Delphi University website, and that will be www.adelphi.edu, and search under the term autism or autism spectrum. And there you'll find information about our programs and find the course or courses that best fit you or even the entire program. Stephen, it's been a pleasure to have you here at another episode of Exploring Different Brains. Thank you so much for all you do. Oh, it's been my pleasure and my honor, and I believe we covered a lot of important material. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.com.